you saw this the stabbing i thought it was a bit yeah right turns out it was a, a dude who like climbed some part of the hollywood mountains like runyon with a knife and snuck down. He, he never had a ticket even. No, he went through the back, like the mountains and came yeah, down, yeah, yeah. somehow got back to the stage. You know, that's Hollywood. You do yeah. running, you get those endorphins pumping. You're like, I'm going to stab Dave Chappelle. So that's why hiking is dangerous. You get too confident in this fucking town. Today's podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek. Get $20 off your first order when you use my code NASH. Guys, what's up? We're here off. Welcome back to the All Good Things Podcast. Trevor Wallace is here. We are in this building. We're at this Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> have you been to you been to Rainforest? Have I? It's actually what good. do you think I have my bar mitzvah? <laughs> really? No. You're not Jewish. Yeah, of course I am. You are? Yeah, yeah. Ah, no wonder you're so my, funny. <laughs> funny, self-deprecating, big nose. Welcome to the truck. No, my dad's Christian. I'm Jewish too. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Your dad's what? Dad's Christian, mom's Jewish. So by Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think by looks, you know, I don't have a lot of the Jewish Jewish features. No, you don't. But um, and I don't either. They people think I'm Irish, which I am. I'm ha- I'm must what came out. Well, I think you can be Irish and Jewish. <laughs> yeah, I'm both. But yeah, 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 yeah. but I was, I was with Josh Peck the other day doing his oh podcast. name drop. <laughs> <laughs> I Dude, was with, I big was a, name drop I was guy. with Josh Peck and Kid Cudi the other day doing- Oh, nice, and, uh, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. They got a collab coming out, I heard. <laughs> yeah, we got a podcast with three yeah, of Kid us. Kid Peck, yeah, there you, you know, go. Kid Cudi's real name is Scott. Scott. Yeah. I mean, That's future, his real, it's his real name. you know Future's real name? Nevadius. <laughs> Swear to God. No way. Swear to God. The, why not? Nevadius is, I almost, you, you Scott. Can't, I don't know, I don't know a lot of black guys named Scott. Oh, okay, I see. Right. Well, what's interesting about Trevor Wallace, a lot of people think that uh, I'm an African-American gentleman. People think I'm a black dude. Yeah, I can see I've, I've shown up to a comedy club at the Ice House Comedy Club, maybe like seven years ago, show up, I'm like, hey, I'm Trevor Wallace. And they're like, his manager? And I was like, I'm a child. What do you mean a manager? If, if a if a 20, like one-year-old is your manager, right. you suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah we, I've seen, have you ever seen young managers? Young managers are really funny. I have, but it always makes sense. It's like an influencer who's it's, like, this is my manager. That is your best friend, Kevin. Yeah. Or the momager. <laughs> the momager's always interesting. Momagers are unreal. You know? They make a little more sense, but one time we met like Lil Pump's manager and I was like 14. Hilarious. (laughs) And you like go to the Instagram bio, it's like aspiring rapper slash manager. I'm like, you can't be both. No. I love it. I I mean, dude, I've been, I don't do a crazy amount of auditions, but sometimes you go in the room where there's like seven different audition rooms and there's like the mom with their kids and you want to go up to the mom and be like, let him free. Let him have a life. <laughs> Who gives a fuck if he's on Disney Plus? He's going to be tormented as a child. I mean, he's going to grow up and have four friends. Most of the stories that I hear about kid actors is the kids beg it. They they beg oh, for really? it. That's that's basically if, what I what I've seen. Okay, if that's the case, I get it. But I know there's like moms who move from Oklahoma to be like, my boy got blue eyes and a future. I don't give a shit about the jungle gyms. My boy is booking a Hulu show. So you were a child actor? No. No. No, I was like chewing on Legos. <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> no, I like always loved comedy though. And I think that's where like my like path came about. Me too. What was your first like comedy thing that you like, what made you go, oh, I want to do this. Like, is there anybody or anything you saw? I or- remember my parents had a Robin Williams special. He was wearing a Hawaiian shirt, a bunch of water bottles. And I think he had a headset that went 
And it's like a, like a, like a one that goes on the side of your face, yep. almost like a shark tank one. Mm-hmm. And I remember my parents were like, you can't watch this. This is R rated. You can't watch this. Of course, the one thing I did when they're out of town was watched it. And I was just like encapsulated. I loved him. I, you know, he was so yeah. talented, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire. I could watch religiously. I just would keep watching it. I don't know what it was about it. I just like, I never cared for like war movies or like sports, you know, my yeah. friends, but you gotta watch Friday night lights. And I'm like, this is not funny. It's yeah. boring. Yeah. Football. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I never resonated with that. Right. So it was that I love dumb and dumber. That's like my like go-to movie, anything Will Ferrell back in the day. Um, early Adam Sandler, really, those were like my foundations of like, that would be my comedy Mount Rushmore of comedic actors. Uh-huh. And then I would do Ben Stiller, a late edition. Yeah. Ben Stiller crushes comedy roles. Dude, when I saw something about Mary for the first time in the movie theater, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, just like. Blew me away. Ben Stiller has, I mean, he's done f- everything, but like some of my favorite roles are his like small ones. Not, not small, but like ones where he like. Um, dodgeball so good but also like happy gilmore where he pay, plays the nurse yes he oversees yes. it's like anybody else's fingers hurt like yes. just so funny he's almost stronger in those little parts because there's right. less of him it's great he steals that, the show those are the type of roles that like my agent will send me auditions to be like hey do you want to be the next lead in a marvel movie and i look at those i go i don't have a shot with this send me like no, you, you gotta think that you do you think yeah you really do because look at paul rudd Paul Rudd was not. You don't. He he is hot. Yeah, but like Paul Rudd can look in the mirror and be like, I can be a lead. I'm like, I love the fact that I'm getting an audition to be a Marvel guy. Yeah. Did you go in for the Marvel thing? I've I've gotten for all types of Marvel stuff, like random stuff, stuff I never thought I would think. But I go like, give me the role in there. A guy who works as a barista in the, the, you know, (laughs) for whatever reason, he needs a coffee before saving the world. And he encounters me. Yeah. Like I'll get like, I'm auditioned to play like uh, a guy at a juice bar in an episode of like Curb. Like that to me, I'm like, perfect. Right. Get in, do a little thing. Did you go audition for Curb? I did. How'd it go? It's all improv. Right. So it's almost more nerve wracking. Yeah. Because they're like, do you. Yeah. Because if you don't do well in an audition and it's all scripted and written, like traditional, you go, ah, shit lines. It wasn't in my talent. But when it's improv, it's you. <laughs> yeah. It's I was, you. But I was, was Larry there? No, this is self-tape. Your videos are, are are crushing. They're so great. Thanks. And how do you put them together? I, we just watched like, I don't know, 20 of them. I was pretty late. Yeah, it's it, your time. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. I. How do you put those together? Like, how long sense? does it take you to okay. shoot Dangling Earring Guy or? That was, that one, I'll get the idea. Uh, like, so my notes app is just all my ideas. And then I'll pretty much be like, all right, I... You know, I have the next two weeks of videos booked out. Oh, I need to shoot something for a third week. All right, go through my notes. What do I like? What, oh, this dangly earring one. I think this would be good. Let's 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 get this one up. Right. Oh, shit, that's a fucking TV in wood. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 carved it out of a wow. That is a tree. Cool. Special delivery. It's me. And they've gotten really polished, haven't they? Yeah. And it's funny to see a TV that's vertical. I think we're all going to be in movie theaters <laughs> just watching. <laughs> TikTok compilations that are vertical. Um, so this one, funny story about this. I had two weekends in a row where I was doing tour shows and I was like, dude, I'm not gonna be able to shoot for the next two weeks. Let's film this at like 10 AM before my flight. Yeah. Filmed it. Felt like it was rushed. I was editing on the flight and I got, this is too rushed. Come back for a day, film the rest. Uh huh. And then we get back to the edit. So that was like two shoot days. Did you edit it? 
I edit, I was gonna, I really wanted this one out ASAP, but I have another guy, John, who I edit, he's like my guy. Yeah. So I was like, let me edit it, see if I like it. If it's too much or too chaotic at the time, I'll send it to you, but I'll at least send you a scratch cut gotcha. to be like, replicate this, but not sh- Got it. Cause he'll throw color on it. He'll like make sure it sounds good. Yeah. I just, a lot of times I just put the jokes together. Uh-huh. Like this is the pacing and the order. Yeah. Cause I started out editing my own stuff. Uh-huh. Um, literally on iMovie. <laughs> so we are working now. Oh, to uh, edit. IMovie, oh, final, you, cut, final, final cut. cut yeah. yeah. I saw you at the, um, one thing I, I went, I went and watched the Burt roast. Oh yeah. Burt Kreischer. We did come, he did a roast for Burt yeah. Kreischer at the comedy stores. And we went, my fiance and I went nice in, um, I was pleasantly surprised to see you were the host. Yeah. I was sh- bricks for you. Really? And I you was did, too. First of all, I, I DM'd you, but you did so good. Thank Yeah. yeah I mean, you me. held your own with the best. I mean, Jim Norton yeah, is I unreal. Mean, uh, um, New York um, Legends. Whitney was great. Yeah. Uh, Darnell Rawlings. Big J. Okerson. Big J. Okerson. Yeah. 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 yeah what I was mean, that like? How did that come about? So Whitney and I just kind of became friends through mutuals. Then I did her podcast. She did our podcast, the classic LA friend request. <laughs> do my pod. I'll do yours. You yep. know, shake hands in the middle. And if you know Whitney, she is, if Adderall had legs, she's just like always, yeah. she's always spitballing. And yep. one day she texts me, she goes, Bert Kreischer roast, want you to host. She doesn't use full sentences. Yeah. That's how busy and successful she is. She goes, yeah, you yeah. figure it out. When I text, it's a mad lip, right? Yeah. yeah. So she goes, Burt Kreischer roast, you down house. I go, sure. I don't think anything of it. I didn't even know I was getting paid for it. Right. Yeah. And then as it starts leading up, she's putting me in group chats. She loves group chats. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever texted. Oh, she'll put you in 27 group chats just to yeah. go get a coffee. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, Hey Trevor, these, these are the production and the producers and the, and here's some writers and here's a, send your scripts here. And we'll, and then it, I'm like, Whoa, this is a whole thing. All of a sudden. I'm in between tour dates coming back and I'm in like a full blown like writing room um, with other comedians that I knew. And, yeah. and it, it's like, we're making the best goddamn script, but she comes from the comedy central roast background. Yep. And those are like, as you know, those are like as pristine as those get. Yeah. So it's airing on OnlyFans TV. But, so. I, but I, but I think that th- this is, this is it. This roast is on the level of those comedy central roasts. Yes. The, the, Do you know what I mean? It's just that Comedy the Central design. can't make those roasts anymore because they'll get canceled. You think? Yeah, I, I, I talked to a comedian about it and they were like, yeah, it's really tough. Like, I'm not going to say who it was, but they were like, yeah, they, they, they're they just like afraid yeah. to, to put these roasts out. They're waiting well, to see if the culture changes a little. I think eventually they're going to do it Yeah, because it it's nostalgia. They're bringing Beavis and Butthead back. The best show on I love Beavis and Butthead, yeah, but, and Butthead. but you watch it and you go, oh, this is funny, but it's not what it used to be. Uh-huh. You know, you mean Beavis and Butthead? Well, cr- anything that they bring back. Uh-huh. So I think they're going to bring back a roast. It'll get a lot of eyes because it's a new thing. And they go, oh, I wish we could have went harder on that. Yeah. I wish they went harder. And then you'll talk to a writer and be like, dude, the jokes they had to cut. Yep. I mean, I don't know what the f- is going on, but there was a roast of Mr. Peanut the other day. <laughs> I swear to God for the Super Bowl. They did like, but, but like for real talented, uh, comedians that I know wrote on it. Yeah. And I'm, it's on YouTube, the the roast of Mr. Peanut. And it's a lot of, but, but you see this, Jeff Ross hosted it, but you see this and you go, if we can roast a fictional peanut. Yeah. You know, we can, that's all they can roast, but I, I gotta go who at planters was pitching this. <laughs> well, it's a peanut, a roast, 
roasted peanuts. Well, it's, it's a great. <laughs> it's an easy. But but what's funny slam is slam dunk. Actually, what's funny is I know a few people that wrote on this. Yeah, and they go, oh, there was jokes that they had to cut, and I go. What a world <laughs> where you're getting notes back. Hey, you went too hard on the CGI peanut. We got notes back from the producers that you can't roast a man with a monocle. There was people in the crowd. But doing the roast for Burke Kreischer, I, as time started to tick up, I go, oh, this is a real thing. And she's sending me photos of the set. You know, there's yeah. there's wardrobe. There's it's It's insane. It's so... You know, I was pretty busy the week of, and I wish I spent more time kind of going over my jokes and whatnot. And it's only one, one run through. But you're reading. Yeah. There's a, t there's a prompter yeah. there, but you want to feel, you want to be present. You want to deliver the jokes, not read them. Right. And for the most part, I knew all the jokes cause it was like either me and this guy, Connor McSpadden, very funny dude, helped me, uh, you know, kind of formulate the best set possible. Yeah. And, um, you had a so, lot of jokes, man. Yes. I don't know what made the cut, but I think you had like opened with like 40 jokes. Is that too many? It was a f ton. It was a 40, 50. It was jokes? like 12 minutes up there. Yeah. And it's just a lot of like zingers. Yep. And Whitney was kind of like her angle on it was like pitch it as if, you know, you're the new kid in comedy and these are the old, the old guys and right. what's the difference, but what's the middle ground. So yeah. she wanted me to have a narrative that wasn't just so like, Bert Kreischer looks like a big gulp. Like they wanted like yep. a narrative with the one-liners narrative, meaning like kind of just what this roast means to me. These are my idols, idols, best friends type oh, of wow. shit. So kind of like that. So it had a fun play to it where it was like half HDMI disconnected. Uh Oh, uh -oh. So, so it, it had a fun kind of flow to it. Um, I, I, I felt too that, um, I was definitely nervous. They, and they went in on you. Of course. For your success. Which is a great thing. Right. But you they know. went in on you for the fact that you've had internet success, mm -hmm. which I was in the audience like, well, I mean, who wouldn't want that? It, 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 well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the guy goes out and makes really funny videos. Right. Uh, which I expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I, it was I interesting. I thought it was going to be like. It made you know, them look uh, out of touch. Correct. It proved my point more so. Yeah. Because I was up there being like, this is the future. You guys are still trying to sell tickets on, fucking, you know, eBay and shit. Garage sale, two for one special at the Omaha Funny Bone. So for me, if anything, it just drew more attention. But like, I yeah. thought that like, given the production value, I thought these guys were going to like call my like ex-girlfriends and be like, what's the tea on this guy? Oh, yeah. Tell yeah. me about his size you know what can we really roast him about but they were like i mean tony hinchcliffe had a great set he he crushed i forget what he said about me what did he say i forget there's some comments. i watch kill tony all the time oh yeah those clips yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean somebody said i look like a bird classic <laughs> i do look like the seahawks logo i'll be the first to tell you that um but i was nervous you know it yeah it's a different tone it's it's the crowd was, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a TV crowd, which I've never performed in front of, you yeah. know, they've been sitting there for four hours. They yeah. can't get up to pee. No. You know, it's, it's like very like, sit, sit down, have, have fun. And you're like, why are you yelling at me to have fun? Also like Tony Hinchcliffe like does that for a living. 
Oh, yeah. Like, that's how he makes his money. Yeah. Roasting people every week. Oh, Jim, it was Jim great. Norton has done the big roast, Whitney, too. Yo, yeah. And I you've mean, never done anything like that, right? No. We used, to, on a very small scale, our fraternity um, would do a roast every semester for the seniors graduating. Yeah. And when I was a freshman, my pledge semester, I there was like the four seniors roasting the other seniors. And I was like, oh, I want to do it. They're like, who is this kid? Like, we don't even, like, I literally... I wasn't a popular kid in my frat until I did the roast. Right. Like, you know how they pick like, oh, you want to be my little bro, big bro type of shit? Yeah. Nobody even picked me. I was a loser. Because <laughs> I had like my five friends in the frat that I hung out with. And then when it went rounds, everybody would like, you would pick your like top five. Yeah. Nobody picked me. And then one random guy, shout out Steven, was like, oh, I'll take the kid on. He seems chill. Right. So I was like an orphan at the frat. I do this <laughs> roast. I do like a page and a half and just crush. You did? And yeah. they were like, who the f***? <laughs> and I was like, I've been doing stand-up by that point. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I, I like, love to do this. Yeah, so that was, like, a big, pivotal moment. Dude. Like, crushing it, at the frat. It was my Goliath moment. I yeah. pulled the sword out. or I don't know if that's the right story. It's one of those. But that was the <laughs> moment where I, I gained the respect from the other people in the fraternity. Yeah. I loved it. So that was my only roast experience. I did the roast battle at the comedy store twice, I think. And so what happens when you go out on tour? Like how many, uh, how many shows have you been doing? Like how many shows you do a year, like touring this year, 2022 was the biggest one where I, you kind of sat out COVID obviously. Yes. And no. <laughs> I mean, there was a year where I wasn't touring and then randomly my agent was like, Hey, most comic clubs are closed, but in Appleton, Wisconsin, <laughs> they don't give a f Dude, they didn't care. Right. My agent was like, hey, they're they're doing 80% capacity to be I remember. safe for COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I show up. They had like a two top in the back empty. And they're like, that's the 80%. <laughs> I don't give a shit. But I remember like I was like about to leave for that flight the next day. And my mom was like, don't do this. <laughs> Trevor, it is not safe to do comedy right now. Jewish mother. 100%. Yeah. She's like, do you really need to do the shows right now? I'm like, mom, I'm doing shows over Zoom right now. Yeah. Get me out of here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I remember like getting on a flight to go do comedy and you're looking around, everybody had a mask on. You're like, and then you land in Wisconsin. They're like, yeah, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Um, yeah. So last year, I think I did almost, I think around 50 cities. It was a lot. It was. How many nights? You do four nights or one night? Well, these were theater tour nights. So it would be like, I would do one show a night per city. Got it. So yeah. like, it'd be like North Carolina one night, then South Carolina and then like Georgia or something. That's incredible. To uh, play a theater. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. 3000 people. Uh, right? they, they were anywhere from like 500 to like 1800. Still, the per that's the really perfect. Good. Oh, it's great. It's like, what? The perfect spot is like that, like thousand cap theater. Yeah. Cause it's at least for me personally, it's still controllable. Yep. It's not like too big where you're like looking up and there's like four tiers in the balcony. What's the biggest one you've done? The biggest one I did, I opened for Theo Vaughn at the Wiltern here and that's 1800. Oh, that was Wiltern, big. Yeah. The Wiltern. Yeah. And, and so what was the first video where you got traction that it, you made? Yeah. It was one where I made a video about a uh, Zoomies employees, Zoomies escape shop <laughs> 2017, I believe. Uh, I just did like life of a Zoomies employee yeah. and I went in the store and acted like a fake employee. Uh -huh. Not like prank. Like I didn't like talk to other customers. I just said like one liner type videos uh -huh. 
uh, like essentially the same format as like blank set. My dad says, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. So, and then I just literally on my phone just held it like this and just was like, oh, these socks two for twenty. Eric, here we do this. Uh, let's run through this. Oh, really what is quick. this? Oh, I've always wanted to do one of these. Yeah, this is like GQ. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do oh, no. It's a Google board. Oh, this wow. Is, uh, most asked questions about Trevor Wallace. Let's this see. is fun. This is, I've, I see all these interviews all the time. How, I see, I got a multitask here. Here we go. What is Trevor Wallace's <laughs> net worth? That's what people want to know about me let first. Let me guess how much money you have in the bank. Go for it. Okay. You're playing 15, you played 50 shows and you're just got a thousand seats. Meet and greets? Meet and greets. Okay. So you're walking away with 15,000, 20,000 a night. I don't know about that. 50 shows. Yeah. I don't know about $35 that. $35 a ticket. I don't know about that. $100 meet and greet. No, 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 nah, no. You're walking away with at least 10 to 20 G's those shows. Gotta be. I don't know. Okay. Your net worth. You're, 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 you probably have th 3 million in the bank. No. Nah, I wish. <laughs> well, you wouldn't say anyway. No, I don't have that. You don't? I don't have that. No. <laughs> no, I don't have that, man. I. See, so your money comes from your YouTube. YouTube and your, podcast, your touring, touring, and your podcast. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any like, merch or anything. Merch. Yeah, I don't. I don't have that. No. I okay. um. So your net worth is. I mean, we can look it up, but it's probably but not here's right. The thing, Google's hilarious. It either says like negative three hundred k, or I'm like Dan Bilzerian. Like, there's no <laughs> middle. I don't know where they get these numbers from. What does Google say? Let's look it up. Trevor. Oh, twenty twenty three. Damn, they're five point seven mil. Okay. No. But the, where are they getting these numbers from? If I had 5.7 mil, you think I'd be here? I'd be a <laughs> David Dobrik just eating kebabs, yelling at one of his hot assistants. Are those his assistants? Does he date them? Who are they? They're just they're just girls that work for him. You can't sound so weird. There's really just so weird. There's just two. They're just hot girls. But one's not an assistant. One runs his company, Natalie, and then Taylor is like Natalie's great. Natalie's great. All right, number two. What frat was Trevor Wallace in? I was in Delta Upsilon, which is they're only cool. Other schools. It sounds like when somebody's like, it sounds like a sorority. My girlfriend goes to a different <laughs> school. And the letters were a triangle, delta, and then a Y for Upsilon. I mean, like, it was either that or join Pike. And yeah, we all know what happens at Pike. <laughs> if we don't, drugs. Yeah. Not oh, good really? ones. Yeah. I don't know. But my cousin was in uh, that one at that school and he showed me a tour before like Rush Week and it was sick. Did you get hazed? Not really. What's funny because, like, how, how do frats do that now? you yeah no i frats now i think are more i think frats now are more like um it's more like drinking punishments like it depends on yeah. the school i think you're in alabama they're like fuck you up they like beat your ass yeah 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 you still close with those guys a few yeah a few of those guys yeah i mean it's really i i think it's like kind of like you cast a wide net at the frat you know 100 people and then you find like seven that are like your boys yeah and, so. and did they all go into like regular jobs? Yeah. A lot of them do like finance business type stuff, yep. you know, random shit every once in a while. Um, I'll like bump into somebody out here, but yeah, the, I was like the only guy in my frat who was, I, I went to school for film, uh -huh. but uh, I was like the only guy who did, was in that program. <laughs> so not, but like, it was great because when Vine was big, I was like starting to make videos on Vine. Yep. And like, I had a disposal of like 50 dudes. I could be like, yo, you guys want to hop in this real quick? Yeah. And I had like one video get big and it was just with like five, 
five of my friends before we went out that night. That probably did a lot for your comedy too. It, it was great. Doing, being with a bunch of straight laced dudes and well, you it, being the funny one. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like when you're immersed in something that's like not you, it makes you really funny. You know what correct. I mean? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also thought Vine was great because it gave me like a, like a, like a Spotify premium trial of like, this is what you could have. Yeah. Like it was like a teaser of like, cause I posted a video. One of my friends who was in the frat had a friend who was big on there and he like revined it and it like blew up. Yeah. And I was like, Oh f this is how an idea works where if it's a good idea, it's funny. It starts to get traction. I mean, I don't have to tell you, Yeah, but I just was in college and I saw a video gain its traction. Yeah. No, tell I, the audience. I think it's interesting. Yeah. But, um, I just saw one video kind of like get the traction and it started to see my views go up and ev all the other videos I posted started to go up. And I go like, dude, this is, this is crazy to me. Yeah. And ever since Vine died and then I started making videos on Facebook and YouTube, I was like, once I catch that moment again, was that was the Zoomies video. I was like, all right, fucking keep Back going. Back at it. Back at it, you know? So. You just work all the time, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts, man. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just love it. And I think it, I would, I find it really hard to, I would find it really hard to do stand up and make videos. It's like two separate like brain parts. I think it's like I literally like shut off one side and then turn on the other. Mm -hmm. You know, like when I'm before shows, I'm either writing or going over stuff in my head. That's I'm like only in stand up world, but in the daytime, I'm like only in video world. Compartmentalized. Yeah, it's just like my brain. It's like this side is stand up, this side is video. And when I get an idea, I go, okay, is this a visual idea or can I do this on stage? Uh, so like my notes like app that. is like, you know, I have like a comedy bits section, which is just a random thought or a premise. And then my video idea, video ideas is just like more like, Oh, I could see this one easily being a YouTube video. Yeah. More broader this versus that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Stand up tends to be more personal. Yeah. And then video stuff is more just like relatable or observational stuff that I see happening, whether it's like, Oh, everybody drinks bang energy time to make a video about it. But like yeah. if I did it on stage, people might be like, what, which, which one is that again? What does that look like? And you got to like paint yeah. a picture. Yep. So I tend to stick to more towards like what people can easily visualize on stage. Like, do you have sets this weekend you're doing? Yeah. I just have one tonight. Where? Laugh Factory. How's that? Love it. You love the Laugh the Factory. The Laugh Factory is my favorite club in LA. Really? Oh, uh, when you're like, when it's hitting in there, it's just like, it's a, a two story club. Uh -huh. So the laughter's coming at you damn near 360. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, the best comedy clubs are the ones that are like low ceilings packed in. The Hollywood Improv is another great one. Mm -hmm. Dude, I used to host a show in the back of a Marie Calendars every Friday and Saturday in uh, Santa Clarita. <laughs> it's now torn down. It's a Starbucks. Take us back to that. What was that like when you were at a Marie Hell, Calendars? Terrible gigs. So, Wait, a Marie Calendars, that's like a pie place. Pie right? shop. So okay. the funny part was you could either get paid 25 bucks or a pie. And you think I'm like f kidding? Real. And there was times where I'd be like, f it, lemon meringue. <laughs> How I got there, I started at a comedy club in Ventura, Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Yeah. And the owner, he would give me spots there on the week. Like he could be like, you can do 10 minutes on this Thursday show. But the weekend time was like coveted because he, he was the guy, he would host the show, you know. The, the club owner who also performs. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know it well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like <laughs> comedians are delusional. They're like, hey, do you want to fix the toilet or put a, I don't know, maybe a stall door? Or do you want to work on your 10 minutes in front of this crowd? They're yes. like, I need my validation. <laughs> yes, yes. You need your time. It's a certain, and everybody knows those guys in the scene uh, that it's like, they run the club, but they also do a stand-up, right? Yep. So he was, he, he never gave the weekend time. 
but he goes, but I do have another club club. Use that term loosely. It's in Santa Clarita. It's in the back of a Marie calendars, <laughs> JR's comedy. And I, I was at, I was maybe making videos at this point. This is like 2015, 2016 ish. And he goes, you can host it. But hosting means you took people's tickets out the door, you sat them, you started the music, you introduced yourself. <laughs> I mean, dude, it was so sad. Yeah. The, the, the stage was probably here, then 10 feet to the right, there was a little music box, and you'd turn your back with the mic and be like, make some noise for your host and MC, Trevor Wallace. And then you'd walk up, you'd have to say some hacky joke, yep. being like, keep it going for the DJ. <laughs> the old, And it was all old people. Yeah. You had, because it was, yeah, that's tough for you. Uh, people oh that God. don't know zoomies or don't no. know all the things that you think are Dude, funny because it was Marie calendars and it was where the stage was. There was just a curtain that blocked the restaurant versus the show. Yeah. So you had to be PG 13 in case some kid walked by and you're like, fuck her in the, p whatever your punchline is, <laughs> right. you had to be clean. And I just, I did that for almost two years and it sucked because it ultimately it was great process and I understand you got to do those gigs to understand and, and find what your lane of comedy is because I would write jokes that would skew towards the older audience and recalendars. And then I would do them at the open mics in LA and people would be like, the f is this? Are you a cruise ship comic? And then I would do like the cool LA jokes that a 25 year old would talk about at the time. And yeah. then the people in the crowd there would be like, we don't know what Bumble is. Yeah. So I just kept, Going back and forth, back and forth. And then thank God in like 2017, you know, some of the videos are starting to do well. And I remember there was these kids on Marie calendars and they were there with their family and he, they're like, dude, aren't you the zoomies guy? And I was like, yeah, man, I got to get the f out of here. And then I just like hit up the owner of the comedy club guy. And I was like, yeah, you know, I think I'm out. And then they found another guy to transition into that spot, but you were done. I just, you know, yeah, I yeah, wasn't no, I get it. growing. Did your time. I did my time yeah. for some, you know, but I just wasn't growing as a comedian. And I was like, you know what? If I want to invest my time, I want to put it more into like the scene in LA. Yeah. If you're the biggest comedian in Santa Clarita, it's not doing a whole lot for your career. You right, know? right, right. So right. go back to the board. Let's see what we got. Back to, but yeah, that's a, it's a fun kind of story. So when it's I, a great so story. I do respect the process so much, what college did Trevor Wallace go to San Jose state university? It was my last choice uh, of the seven places I got into or seven places I applied to, but I went San Jose is cool. It was great. I had an awesome time there. I did. Um, a, I did a show there once. Cool. That's Amazon improv. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great club. Yeah. That's really good. That's. And since I wasn't a frat, I remember I used to, I messaged the booker of the San Jose Improv and I was like, hey, I have like 50 people that want to see me. Can I do five minutes? And the guy'd be like, yeah. <laughs> you can bomb on a Sunday. Well, we just made, you know, three grand off your friend's drinks. What movies has Trevor Walls been in? Yeah. None. I, dude, what the, I did some small independent film recently, but I don't know. It was with uh, All Things Comedy, so maybe that'll get pitched around or sold. But, Who was in that? Oh, it was great. It was Esther. Uh, oh, they made a movie? Yeah. Nice. So it's called Drugstore June. It's coming out. Don't know when. Should be June. Great marketing. Sure. But Bobby was in that. Uh, Bobby Lee. Bill Burr was in that. Not in my scene, but yeah. Bad Baby. I have yeah. a scene with Bad Baby. Do you really? Yeah. How's that? You know, it's... I remember seeing on the call sheet. Yeah. It's like, Trevor Walsh, 10 a.m., Danielle Bergoli. And I go... <laughs> 
don't think I've met too many Brigolis in my town. I know that name. And then I talk to him and he goes, yeah, it's Bad Baby. She pulls up in a $400,000 like Rolls Royce, the one with the doors that open, you know, like in like a a refrigerator door where they both open out. Yeah. I mean, and, and she's just... She just she she came with a posse. She didn't really talk to anybody. She did her thing. Yeah, but uh, you know, a little banter here and there, just between sets. But you did a scene with her, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. I just saw the cut literally two days ago. It's pretty funny. The like, Chainsmokers thing was cool. Oh yeah, that was a cool collab. They always do really cool content. Yeah, they're dope. That was great. They're good really guys. Funny. And that was something that I wanted to like shoot a more traditional. We had like three cameras. Really. You know, not rush it. Let's you pitch that to them or they pitch to you. They reached out to me to like, let's do a video. And then I pitched that to them. They're like, we're down. Perfect. I think they thought it was going to be like a TikTok video. Yeah. Because we showed up with like C stands and lights and like tripods. And they're like, oh, this is a full (laughs) thing. And I was like, oh yeah, you're the chain smokers. You have so many people that work for you. You just show up. Yeah. They're like, what are we doing? Making a video. Sick. No no more questions. Super dope guys. That was a cool video to make. Yeah, it was good. How did Trevor Wallace get famous? With feet pics. Um, <laughs> I think just videos. Yeah. I think videos. You know, you, do people ask you questions like that? How'd you get famous? Well, just like, you know those backhanded compliments? Yeah. Like if somebody's at a, a bar with you and they go, dude, how did you get famous? It's not the best question. Oh. I remember I was at a bachelor party like three years ago in Palm Springs. Middle of COVID, Palm Springs, the Florida of California. I don't go, f***. Yep. This guy goes, so you make the videos. How much money you made from that? And I was like, oh, I don't really know, man. He goes, cool, yeah. So what do you what like? That's a, like what do you what's your real job? What's your real? And I go, no, I make videos. He goes, right, but like <laughs> in like two to three years, like what what are you gonna? I was like, dude, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm past this phase of like the stepdad being like, no, but what are you really doing? <laughs> he was the older guy. I think he was just a dude who probably just works, you know, just a pretty straightforward I, regular. I think, like, I guess a lot of people don't understand you can make money doing this. Right. But like, I get it. Like maybe he just saw like, like maybe he didn't know I did stand up or had a podcast and just saw a few TikToks yeah. and he was like, so what do you really do? Yeah. 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 Which I just thought was funny. I was like, that's a fun, humbling moment. How tall is Trevor Wallace? Six. Six foot. Yeah. Six on the dot. I sized you up when you walked in. <laughs> How much is Trevor Wallace worth? Well, we already did that. What one. the f- The same? Jess. I'm worth... <laughs> Just Whatever your heart says. My assistant's in the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. So that's why there's a mistake there. <laughs> she was rushing out. Oh, your assistant's actually in the Bahamas? Yeah. That's just a funny sentence to say. I thought you were just fucking with me. It is funny to say, Trevor, isn't it? Yeah. It is a funny sentence to say that your assistant would leave for three days to go to the Bahamas. What's happening? Well, we have this friend, Corinna. Uh, you know Corinna Comp? I do. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who made a lot of money on OnlyFans. Right. Corinna does very well. And Corinna's great. She's yeah. actually, she's, she's very generous. So she just decided to take all the assistants to the Bahamas. Oh, sh- yeah. So on a private plane and everything like, holy sh- yeah, pretty cool. And I was, I didn't, I was yeah. like, okay, I guess you yeah, usually go. when you take a private plane to an Island, there's a legal things happening. So <laughs> shout out to Corinna <laughs> for pulling that. I didn't think of that Trevor, but fuck, you oh, know, no. we're making money. We got to get that flight log. Parts. Who knows? Get the flight log. Yeah. Is Clinton on there? Yeah. Um, so wait, so all the assistants, like you have a, somebody who's dedicated to you or they're all under like one. Well, like I have an assistant, David has an assistant and they're all just friends and they're all friends. And gotcha. then David has like a former assistant who went and then Natalie, uh, well, but you have an assistant who's 
just friends with them. It's not like you hired her from. This is Jeff. <laughs> this Paris. is your assistant? This is my assistant in the Bahamas right now. Well, we're here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A lot of feed picks. <laughs> a lot of feed picks. Who are these men? Last one. Uh, where's Trevor Wallace from? Uh, Naperville, Illinois for two years. And then I was drafted to Camarillo, California. Where to watch Trevor Wallace stand up? There's some on YouTube. There's definitely some bits on there. Um, but honestly, I'm usually adding tour dates pretty frequently. None right now, but coming up soon. Okay. Hopefully to a city near you. But um, yeah. You got like a, an hour you're working on? Yeah. Got an hour working on. The goal is to shoot it here early summer. Pitch it Oh, around. hell yeah. You're going to do a special? Doing a special. Pitch it around. You're going to go the YouTube route, do it yourself? Like post it yourself because you have so, such a big audience, you should put it on your channel. That's the goal. We're yeah. gonna pitch it around, see if anybody bites first. Yep. You know, that's what uh DeStef Chris DeStefano did. Yep. Shot it, pitched it around, Netflix ended up biting. Yep. You know, if, if it's this this is a talk I have with my manager. He's like, you know, if you post something on YouTube, you have an audience, people are gonna see it. But he goes, if you want to do anything traditional, you gotta get out of the YouTube world. Because yeah, a YouTube yeah, yeah. guy doing a YouTube thing isn't gonna excite. <laughs> Traditional, but a yeah. YouTube guy sells a show to this streaming platform. Oh, we're taking a step in traditional. <laughs> so I'm in the middle. It's, I think you have your next video. Yeah. Where he's a Netflix executive. Dude, <laughs> you know who I want to work for is TLC. They be buying shows. They don't give a f. They're like, it's a couch, but it's diabetic. <laughs> and you sit on it with Skittles in your back pocket. TLC does not give a f. I love it. It's hilarious. I don't watch TLC. Is it good? No. Oh my God. It's, I grew up watching like Jerry Springer religiously. So like trash uh -huh. TV is just my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like T people. TLC is like my 600 pound. Like people that are too fat. Sisters. Uh, too fat for the couch. Like they get, they get sewn into the couch and they have to be airlifted out of the house. Like stuff like that. That would be a season finale for sure. <laughs> Dude, they, you know, they literally like go on their like homepage. It is crazy. It's like my 6,000 pound sister. My, it's like, the, those are like my strange addiction. If you ever saw those clips. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. It's like yeah. a guy making love to a car's muffler. That I've seen. Which is essentially, <laughs> think about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a, a girl's like a, addicted to eating her sofa, her like her her mattress. Right. Shows like that, I go, great. Is, is, that, Good. is, that, is the pimple thing a show? A pimple popper? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a show too? I don't know what that, it's probably on there, but it's like, that's my favorite type of TV. Who is Trevor Wolf's dating? <laughs> Seeing a nice lady right now, and uh, that's that. Cool. Does Trevor Wallace have a kid? Not that I know of. No, I don't. I don't have a Why kid. Why is that on there? I don't, people are, Why would people think I you had know. a kid? You look literally like 22. I, yeah, I, I know, know you're not, but yeah. you look young. I don't, the internet is just wild. I think people just get like, the internet, I think people just get like Mad Lib type thoughts where they're just like in their head, they're just like, they're just computing like, Trevor Wallace, kid? Trevor Wall's life? <laughs> Trevor Wall's virgin? Like, it's just like the plugins, yeah. you know? Today's podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek. Yes, SeatGeek, guys, what a wonderful app. We all know about SeatGeek. We've heard about it. I talk about it all the time. I talk about it more than my own mother. We've seen so many shows over the years. Right now in LA, I looked at SeatGeek the other day. Beyonce is coming. SZA is coming. Uh, Cigarettes After Sex, they're a big band that I just got into. When you have the SeatGeek app on your phone, you're ready and you can easily buy these tickets. They go right to your phone. There's never any problem. You don't lose the tickets. Oh my God, thank God for SeatGeek. They sponsored my roast. They were the first sponsor on this podcast. So please go support SeatGeek. Go check them out. If you want to try SeatGeek, if you want to go download the app, have it on your phone, and then if you 
do want to purchase something, you're gonna get $20 off your first order when you use my code NASH. That's an incredible deal. My thanks to SeatGeek for sponsoring this podcast. And yeah, all right, back to the show. Can we go through a couple of stories? These are, these are, I've been, re- Trevor, I've been reading Daily Mail and I just, I just love this. Kanye, they don't know what to do with $500 million worth of Yeezys. Insane. Donate. But to who? Who's going to wear countries? Dude, I'll fucking wear them. I don't give a shit. I'm Jewish. <laughs> There's nothing more Jewish than taking free clothes. <laughs> here's the thing. Dude. That's funny. But here's, here's, Gucci did this a while ago and I don't wear anything crazy like that, but like you see girls wear it. It'll be like a Gucci person. It says like not Gucci, but it is Gucci, you know? Right. Like they go against her. So just put like not Yeezy. Or Yeezys and then put like underneath like sucks. There's a solution. Like a reverse psychology brand. <laughs> yeah. This is tomorrow night. What is it? Chris Rock is going to premiere his, speaking of Netflix specials, he's going to premiere his Netflix special on uh, tomorrow night. And it, I think it's live. Is it? I think so. And he's going to talk about Will Smith, apparently. He hasn't. You have to. He hasn't. You haven't crossed I, paths with him at Laugh Factory or anything? No, I've, I've, I've met him once. You did? Santa Monica. That was, that was a, that's somebody I followed. Neil Brennan's show. Neil Brennan's so f- Neil funny. Neil is so goddamn smart. Neil so Brennan's Neil Brennan has so a show funny. there on Tuesdays and he goes, all right, you're up. There's a small chance Chris Rock is going to come in. And I'm like, yeah, man, <laughs> Chris Rock is going to drive to Santa Monica on a Tuesday. Sure enough. Dude in a beanie, Bose headphones, walks in the green room, fucking Chris Rock. And then Chris Rock goes up and he does 20, 25 minutes. And then I go, well, time for me, Chris Rock, and now a TikToker, you know? No way. I, I this, That was fine. I, I, but I think it was just me being um, present. I go, keep it going for Chris Rock, a legend, and now yeah. a kid uh, who's going to go home after this and yell about swiping up. You know, like, I think I was just cognizant of what it was, but that's the story I forgot about. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but I saw him do like 30 minutes at the Hollywood Bowl with when he, when that night. Chappelle? Yeah. Remember when some guy tried to stab Chappelle that night? You were there? I was at that show. You, Adam W. was there. Yeah. Yeah. I was there. And, and I mean, and, and what happened? With what so part? he did thirty. So he did thirty. He this was pretty recent after the whole Will Smith thing. Yeah, he walks out. All the lights cut off. This music starts playing. Spotlight hits him. Fucking goosebumps. I mean, dude, he nobody knew he was coming out. Uh, they actually, I don't think it was an. Yeah, I don't think that nobody knew. Yeah, I think it was a surprise. Yeah, and man, he crushed. He did. He. I mean, it's just like. He, the, all the attention was just on him. It's like, that's the dude after the Will Smith thing. Now he's here. Right. And the spotlight. And I forget what he says. I, I would butcher it even if I did remember, but he's, he, he's it just like a one sentence, like, like I'm okay or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then went into it, but he didn't really address too much. And then you saw the, the stabbing or the attempt. I saw the, I thought it was a bit. Were you f- close? No, I was, I was pretty far back. And, and you just, yeah, you I obviously. I was a bit. Yeah, right. Because this was so recent after the Will Smith thing that I thought Dave just had a good sense of humor. Yeah. Which he does. And I thought he was just going to be like, oh, remember the Will Smith thing? No, a guy's going to do it to me. Turns out it was a a dude who like climbed some part of the Hollywood mountains, like Runyon with a knife and snuck down. He He, never had a ticket even. No, he went through the back, like the mountains and came down, somehow got that close to stage. You know, that's Hollywood. You do running, you get those endorphins pumping. You're like, I'm going to stab Dave Chappelle. (laughs) 
that's why hiking is dangerous. You get too confident in this town. You're like, you see the Hollywood sign. You're like, I'm going to take over. Dude, that's especially funny because I do run in. Yeah. And, and it, it, it is a rush. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, of course. I mean, I've never had a rush like that. I just did my first ice bath yesterday. Oh, how long did you last? Dude, long time because we were filming a video. Yeah. So I wasn't really paying attention, but maybe seven minutes. That's good. It was insane. First time I did it, I did three. Second time I did it, I did eight. Dude, I think I, I like afterwards, I like wrapped up in a robe and then laid in. We'll get to the fact that you have a ringtone as an adult. We'll get to the fact that shortly after you have an MP3 playing. Was you know that Creed? You know what it is? It's what a, is that? It's the worst ringtone. And because I'm old, I don't know how to switch it. You're fucking lying. You uh, turn the button on the side. What is it? No, Can but you, I don't know how to change it. Is it the it. Bahama girl? No, it's this thing that goes, it's your baby mama. Because I, I initially put it in for my ex-wife as like a joke for my kids to make my kids laugh. But then I don't, but now it just rings when anyone calls us, it's your baby mama. But I don't even know what that, it is. So it could be like sparklets calling. <laughs> yeah. Like your water delivery's tomorrow. It it's was like, it's your baby. It was, was sparklets. Are you serious? Like, literally, I don't know. It was like an 818 number. <laughs> <sighs> wow. <laughs> but you know what? I wanted to talk but then you said the thing about the kids. You're like, dude, I'll do anything to make my kids laugh. I was like, that's a good dad right there. I'll do anything to make my kids laugh. Even if it's the, buying a 99 cent ringtone. <laughs> I learned uh, Cardi B's I Like It verse the other night from my daughter and her friends as just 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 for fun. Like, I have to drive her to volleyball. It's really far. So I had like 45 minutes to kill. And I was like, okay, let me just, they didn't ask for this. And oh. I'm, like, I'm like, let me just learn. Yeah. You know, I like it. Yeah. I like dollars. I like shining. I like stunting. I like shining. I like million dollar deals. Where's my pen? Bitch, I'm signing. So I learned it for them. And then I, I performed it for them. And they, 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 were f- well, they loved it. Oh, it's great. It was great. The worst thing is you're like halfway through the verse. They start just texting on their phone. You're like, am I bombing for my own family members right now? Dude, as they get older too, it's tougher to make them laugh. And of course. then they start, you start to be the butt of the joke. Right. Right. They, they start Snapchatting me. Like she was daughter. My daughter was Snapchatting my feet the other night. Cause my feet are gross. And just all her friends are just commenting like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Like your dad is so f- gross. And- Damn. I mean, I think at the end of the day, for the most part from what I've experienced is like self-deprecation as a dad will always like a joke might not land, but I remember like, did you see like a, like a dad like trip and hit his head on the counter and kids like <laughs> laughing hysterically. Right. And then you like put that in your act. You're like, yeah, just gonna yeah, fall yeah. around the house and eat whenever yeah. baby's crying, you know? Yeah. That's so at the end true. of the day, if you become the butt end of the joke, that'll like, love. Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, I, I love it. I love I, Honestly, when they get to be teenagers, you love any interaction they give you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they're, they they have their own lives. And we're talking about family members in case someone tries to clip that and say teenagers loving you. <laughs> you know, people be clipping shit, dude. Twitch, I'm saving this for you. <laughs> Thank you, Trevor. Just just a camera shot of Thank you being you, like, man. we're teenagers. Yeah, yeah, teenagers. Yeah. You know, it's, it's good. I'm glad you, you know, did that. You know. But yeah, they're 17 and 14 and they just like, they just got their own lives, man. They're, they're just gone. They're, and they're Damn. LA kids because they have, they have Uber and they have Postmates. So once they got oh, Uber and Postmates- shit. Forget it. They're, they're done. They don't. They don't need you anymore. Food and transpo. That's it. They're done. And in a weird sense, you think as a dad, you'd be like, "Good," but then you're like, "Oh, I miss." Yeah. No, you're 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 crushed. You got Katsuya. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make you a peanut butter and jelly. Like it's got to be kind of hard to. So funny. Wow. I literally the other you night dressed I'm up like, as a Postmates driver. You're like, here's your lunch, Dad. I wrote a note. Leave a tip or a hug. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's what happens. Are you going to wow. have kids? 
I want to someday. Yeah, you'd be a good dad. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think that would be fun. And I also think that would force me to not be like, oh, business videos, stand up. Like, it's like that's, yeah. you know, you you have a child. Like, that becomes your life. Yeah. It's a whole new chapter. This, but even where my dumb ass goes, that's so much stand up material. It's like, or a fucking kid, you know? Like, you, I, you get both. You get both. You get both. You get a ton of great material, and yeah. then you get, like, get to be a dad, which is the best thing you'll ever do. Yeah. It's really, it's really something. And, and I'm not like a, uh, a sappy guy, you know, like, it, it, but it, it, I feel it sounds cringy to say it. No, not at all. But it actually really is. I don't think anybody I, with kids. Would we got another story. Oh, this was interesting. I want to do. Your, I know this girl. I think I've seen this girl on TikTok. No, I don't know this girl. No, no, I think I've seen her. Anyway, this this girl, she goes on a plane, and she she makes a TikTok, which is like, hey, they. they this I've never seen a plane a TikTok on a plane where people respect. Like nobody's ever like good content. So it's like yeah, a guy like picking toenails or like <laughs> look at this drunk bitch. Yeah. Bad sound. Uh, Wasn't there an old Vine trend too where you would do the the pilot, you'd film your face and then you would have the pilot voice over something crazy. You oh, that of Vine course. Trend? Yeah. Anyways, this girl's on a plane. She makes a TikTok basically saying this family wants to switch seats with me so they can sit together. And I told them no. And there's a video in there, Ferris. What do you think about that? What do you think about Here's something? Here, let's thing. watch, let's watch. Yeah, I want to watch first. I want to see how she handles it. Day of the mail. Girl, f them kids and f you too. Here's where I'm at. Now, some people defended her. Here's where I'm at. I agree with her. You do. I wouldn't post about it. I wouldn't <laughs> brag about it. I wouldn't sip <laughs> Pinot Grigio and be like, f them kids. I, but here's the thing I travel so much, I know the exact seat. I like on a flight. Yeah. I got a small bladder. I pee a lot. Give me an aisle seat and give me direct line on the right side so I can see the bathroom. Yes, yes. So I can see if the ding sign is on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that seat. And then if somebody goes, hey, my husband, like if I'm there, first class, if I'm sitting there and then the, the window seat next to me is a wife and she's like, hey, my husband, I'll be like, oh, you know, I just, I got really bad like bladder. Yeah. Because I do have a bad bladder. It's you small. Do. It's tiny. Yeah, you had to pee here. I, had, I peed outside. I literally peed outside. Yeah. There was a flight coming back from North Carolina, Charlotte. I peed five times. And I go, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the guy. It was an early morning flight. Yeah. A lot of liquids, coffee, orange juice, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be the guy in the window. Like, I'll be like, yeah, I'll switch with you. As long as you're okay with getting the other person to sign an NDA that I don't have a small bladder and I pee a lot. <laughs> Right. Because, and I'm just like, I get it. I fly so much that I go, I need to, I need access. Yeah. 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 I got to pee. Okay. So you're with her. Where, where are you at on this? I, I, I would switch just because I'm a dad and I know what it's like if you can't sit with your family, but I, yeah. I would, Here's I would definitely thing. switch. I would look at the dad and I'd say, is there pain in that man's eyes? <laughs> yes. let, let him have four hours alone to himself. Yes. yes. Let him listen to a golf podcast or yeah. something. Because you live together. You're with each other all the time. If it's a kid, if it's a kid, different story. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, I, I need my mom or whatever. One but. time, one time I went to Hawaii with my two kids. I was going to see my ex-wife because she was working. And this working woman, what? Well, she, she was making a show there. She makes TV. Gotcha. gotcha. She was okay. doing a show gotcha. for like CBS or whatever. And so I had to take the kids there and this woman came up to me and she's like, she's like, Hey, I'm going to leave my son here. I'm going to switch seats. So I got to watch a, I have to watch another kid for the entire flight. She left him with me. Is that even legal? She did it. And I was really pissed the entire what? time. And I was like, because the kid was annoying. It also sounded like you don't have an option. Like she wasn't like, hey, do you mind? It no, sounds, no, it I, like I didn't have an option. She just, she just sent him there. 
And then at the end of the flight, she did come by and she, she thanked me and she goes, she goes, thank you so much. She goes, his father died two days ago. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, well, why would you leave him with me? Ah, uh, fatherly people are nuts. Attributes, dude, I have a similar story to that. I was going to Hawaii and on the flight home, yeah, I wanted to sit next to my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Right. And there was an elderly lady next to me and it was seeing if she could sit next to me. The, uh, the girlfriend sit next to me and the lady goes, I'll think about it before the flight. She goes, I'll think about it. And so we're sitting there, planes boarding five minutes go by and I go, have you uh, had a chance? <laughs> and she goes, I think I'm just going to stay here. And I go, and I'm texting my friends who is me, girlfriend and two other friends. I'm texting the group chat. I'm like, this bitch. Move your 87 year old. Here's where it turns into what you said. She goes, yeah, I went to Hawaii to throw my husband's ashes at his favorite place that he used to like to surf. Same story. And I go, was it the same lady? <laughs> but I had this moment where I go, you know what, Trevor, why are you judging this lady? She's such, yeah. I ended up having a whole blown conversation about her. Um, she was retired. She went out there. She did all of her favorite activities that they used to do together. Yeah. She like took photos of it. And, and I was like, thank God I had this interaction. It made me like a little more appreciative, mm -hmm. but like there was that moment where I was like, this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's got to dial it back a little, including her. Of course. Because you're right. You should, she shouldn't have made the TikTok. The video is a Like, <laughs> I think a lot of times people will make a video. I don't know if she has a big following. I think a lot of times people jokingly make videos not expecting it to pop. Yeah. And then it pops and they're like, oh, I was kidding. Yes, 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 yes. But if you go to your page or my page, you go, oh, comedy. This is all a joke. Yeah. But funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't, Funny video, but like I wouldn't post. I, I'm about not it. trying to be hard on her. That's probably exactly what happened. Yeah, I also want to know, just like off the cuff. Exactly. I also want to know where they're flying. You know, if they're flying to San Antonio, who gives a <laughs> shit? If it's like a 12 hour <laughs> flight to Canes, then talk, right? Yeah, but, she's in first though, for sure. Oh yeah. So she's doing yeah, you good. You see the seat back. Well, this Where's was an odd Jake's story. Tad at? Is that a vape pen? I don't know. Jake was paid to put a tad on him. Paid? Yeah, like a, an alcohol company paid him $250,000 to put, uh, but now the tattoo's gone. Hilarious if he did a henna tattoo. <laughs> Hilarious. If he, went to, if he went to Venice Beach before the fight, <laughs> can you just say, uh, yeah, whistle pig right here? <laughs> I would do that. And he, he takes the 250 Easy. I DM'd he, him after his fight. It, I, I keep up with him. Are you guys close? They're not, we're not close, but he had me to his house once and he was so freaking nice. Really? Yeah, he was like, shoot whatever you want. I'll be whatever you want. Was this team 10 days? Was this boxing it, days? It was um, when he had the house in Calabasas. So he hadn't really boxed yet. Maybe he'd had one fight. Uh, no, I didn't think he had one fight yet. And he was, and team 10 was like, Don. On his way out, yeah. But he was still doing great. And he, so I, I DM'd him much of a fight. You know, it's funny. What do you, what do you, what do you think about that? What do you say to somebody after they lose a fight? I don't even say anything. <laughs> See, that was the thing. When Bryce fought, I didn't DM him. And I, I'm, I, I'm close with Bryce. And I, yeah. I felt bad. Like, or maybe I did, but I, I don't think I DM'd him. Cause like, I feel like it, you have to be with people in their losses too. E okay. That's true. You know what I mean? So I did DM Jake and I just said, I would at least say great. something funny or be like may have <laughs> right. lost but you won in my heart or, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah you yeah, look yeah. i've never seen somebody so sexy get knocked out or something <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i um uh, i have a cool photo at the improv actually 
I'm on stage in Jake Paul's front row. Oh yeah. And it's a shot. I'll see if I can find it. He's laughing. He's got a big laugh and it's like, I'm like in it. And then he's got a big laugh. That's it's, it's a cool photo just to, yeah, he's, he's you know. a, he's a good kid. I like Jake. Next time he wins a fight, I'll put on my Instagram and be like, shout out to my boy. He, my dog. He, um, him losing is actually good. Well, it keeps people now interested. You know, but now you know that the fights are not fixed. You know, they're not fixed. And it also keeps people interested because now right. it goes, because if you do, it, you know, if everybody's always winning, 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 you start, you're like, ah, okay, it's just, we get it. Yeah. Then yeah, he yeah. loses. Oh, who's going to fight next? Yeah. Judge me by my losses, not by my wins. Boom. Okay. Good. I think you'll like this story. This is Tom Brady, who just retired, is, might become a stand-up comedian. Interesting. <laughs> I honestly did hear about this. You did? I did, and I think he could do kind of what WWE guys do. A lot of WWE guys like tour. Yeah, it's just a lot of stories. Oh yeah, 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 you know yeah. I mean? Like this guy. Why would he want to do this? He just hates being alone. <laughs> he, he was he was retired for fourteen hours and was like, "I'm f-ing back." I saw his wife left him. Dude, he's got the resume of a perfect stand-up. His wife left him. His <laughs> kids are off somewhere. Yeah. He's got a lot of money. Doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. He's, he's you know, he probably just works at such a high level that, like, yeah. he accomplished something that no one thought he could do. He probably thinks he can do this, too. Well, this his life is day in, day out. He's got a schedule. He's got a routine. He's got everything. And he's just, he's a work guy. And then but he, isn't stand-up so brutal, too, to go it is. try and do that? It is. Well, it is. And the hard part with this is, like, who would say no to putting Tom Brady yeah. on their show? What's harder, you know, going going up, uh, being sacked or, or bombing? Oh, bombing, dude. Because <laughs> if you get sacked, you can blame it on the offensive line. Right. If you bomb, it's all on you. who are you going to blame? Yeah. Oh, Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> That's actually what I'm going to say next time a joke doesn't hit. Trevor, thank you so much for uh, being here. Thanks you're, for having dude, me you're, on. You're an awesome guy. Thank you so much, and You're dude. so funny, and you have, like, such a... You have such a great outlook. Don't ever lose that outlook, man. You're, Thank you're you, man. Killing it. It's very nice of you to say. Yeah, I'm going to come Jason. see you again. I'll come Please, see you dude. next time you're performing. Please. Wait, you got a show tonight? Yeah, Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory tonight. I can't come. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um, you want to plug anything? Your your podcast is Stiff Socks. Podcast is Stiff Socks. Yep. Uh, I didn't even do talk we'll, about that. Sorry. No, no, no. You're good. Do we'll have you on someday? Stiff Socks podcast. Um, out every Wednesday. It's a good time. I got some tour dates coming up pretty soon here. They haven't been announced, but I'll let you guys know. Other than that, I just post a bunch of videos on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, yeah, and well, now Snapchat. Yeah, you're back on Snapchat. Okay, back good. on the Snap. All right. So uh, follow me on there. Check it out on there. Watch okay. the videos and yeah. All right, dude. Guys, we'll see you next time. Go go follow Trevor everywhere and go check out his pod. All right. Bye, guys. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.